Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Mahogany Bookkeeping provides a full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, sales tax, and much more. To schedule a consultation with Mahogany Bookkeeping, click the buy button on this ad or visit mahoganybookkeeping.com. Hi, this is Yvette Freeman, publisher of The Envoy. If you're a minority or female business owner or creative artist, The Envoy magazine wants to help promote your business. Get listed, get featured, get seen. Visit theenvoyguide.com for more info. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm back for another week on the Veronica Edwards Show that airs here on Biz Radio Asheville, 4.30 p.m. on Fridays. I just want to thank the listeners for continuing to listen to the show, and I want to thank Matt Matan and the whole Biz Radio Asheville family for having me. So today, I'm super excited. Um, because I have one of my favorite people on the show. She's hilarious and she's just a great human being. Um, and she's from my hood of Goose Creek, South Carolina. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Not many people from that part of the woods in the mountains. She is a college, a Charleston graduate, a meteorologist, a mother, a wife, owner and designer of Weather Inspired Jewelry, Weather Vane Jewelry, and the former co-owner of Klingman Cafe here in Asheville. Um, this person also sits on the board for the Haywood Street Congregation, and she is the communications extraordinaire for the Spark Foundation that I also sit on the board for, and that's how I met this amazing person three years ago. So without further ado, I would like to introduce the famous, the amazing mm-hmm. Pamela Wright. How are you? Good morning, sunshine. I only am going to complain because I can't see your face. um, Don't so I don't know what color your hair is this week. (laughs) It is black and it's curly, so I'm I'm excited about that. It's it was bald eight weeks ago, so now I have a I have a couple of curls, and my husband's happy again. Okay, love love you. Um, Peace be with you as you try to control this runaway train because usually when we get together we know to at least mark out two hours (laughs) (laughs) i know we have to condense this down to 20 minutes so i want to jump right in because you have such an amazing background um i was teasing pamela listeners earlier saying she's my first like famous person journalist pamela has over 25 years with tv and radio and it's funny how we've lived in similar regions Mm -hmm. at different times in our Mm -hmm. lives so please tell the listeners i always start the show with asking my guests to say you know a little bit about you and where you're from and how you landed here in asheville okay um well Ready? Born (laughs) um, in Charleston. And my mom is now in Goose Creek with your fabulous mom. Yes. uh, My mom is Scottish. And uh, just anyway, growing up there, um, 
Asheville, you know, seemed like a faraway land and beautiful mountains. And it was the first place my husband and I came for a getaway when we were dating. Oh. Uh, anyway, we, we always felt a special connection here. And then life and careers took us from one side of the country to the other. Mm -hmm. And after many years in Southern California, it was a similar vibe here. Um, but we could afford to eat at the time. And um, <laughs> anyway, it, we really thought it would be like our retirement plan. Mm -hmm. and, and again, life in general and five hurricanes uh, in Miami. Yes. Had had all the fun we could stand. And, uh, and really, you know, I wanted a chance to move somewhere and begin life. Um, everywhere else I'd ever lived, I showed up as your happy weather person on TV and kind of experienced it like that. And that's how mm -hmm. people knew me. It mm -hmm. felt, it was kind of a one way street and I didn't get to know everybody as much. <laughs> um, so anyway, that was a big part of it, wanting to come here and start anew. And that was almost 15 years ago. So many reasons people come to Asheville um, and then, you know, get involved in the community don't be an a-hole and mm -hmm. really try to uplift what's great here because there is a lot here. There's so much great stuff. And I know when you first came here, did you immediately uh, purchase Klingman Cafe? We did. We okay. did. Um, it was, you know, essentially more of a coffee shop um, than a cafe. And the River Arts District was only a dream. <laughs> oh, wow. And so it was very quiet and very slow. And we thought that's what we were coming here for. And <laughs> you know how that goes. And um, anyway, so it was that was an almost eight year experience of and just such an amazing way to meet this community mm -hmm. and invite people in um, really you know, my husband is the one with the great hospitality skills. I'm kind of cranky. And um, <laughs> no, you're not. It, it was just kind of a, you know, a natural way to open your doors and invite people in. And we watched the River Arts District build up around us um, and the good and the bad that comes with that kind of growth and development. Oh, let's talk yeah. about that. Let's talk. So tell me what, what years did you own Klingman Cafe? Yeah, it was uh, 2007 we moved here. And okay. then I guess we sold it in, I don't know, 2015 or something. I know, I, you, I know I you've, blocked, do, you've blocked it out. I know you. You, you do the math, sister. <laughs> um, but it was just such a natural, amazing way. And, um, and from a business sense, from a personal sense, um, I annoyingly look at everything as like, yeah, but what's the meaning of life? Um, yes. So it really helped me just get real into the nitty gritty of, you know, the struggles of small business ownership, um, the evolution of an area. And like I said, I hate to even call it good and bad when it comes mm -hmm. to growth, um, but the real realities and holding on to the spirit of an area while we all go through this, you know, nobody's mm -hmm. going through this growth alone. So tell me, what were some of the things that you saw that was positive with that growth in that area? Because where exactly was Klingman Cafe specifically located? Right. Well, you know, it the RAD has developed so much since then. The whole area is so different, but it was kind of 
right in the middle of everything uh, at the five points, you know, there was a soapy dog and that, that was about gotcha. it. <laughs> started down there, but um, it really, I mean, it was, you know, the foundational meetings for when New Belgium wanted to move to town, you know, taking place in the cafe and, the oh, wow. Uh, you know, being involved in the development of, um, you know, the whole River Arts District, uh, like community board, it's going out of my mind at this minute, but uh, really organizing, you know, organizing, yes. and keeping the artists having a voice and acknowledging that's why this area, you know, is developing. And again, trying to hold on to that energy and, mm -hmm. and spirit. Um, so anyway, but that, yeah, that was kind of, uh, after 25 years of, of moving around the country, um, getting a chance to move here and just kind of start from scratch and, and try to blend in and then try to help not come in with a, you know, we're here to change things. Cause, um, why would we come here? <laughs> right. And you hit on that, you know, with you having 25 years in TV and radio and traveling. I know we've talked about it. So you've been in California, you've lived in Wisconsin and Florida, mm -hmm. and now you've landed here. Mm -hmm. So on the show, we always talk about, you know, different tips and jewels that you can give to the listeners. I mean, a, lo a lot of people can relate to the fact that you had significant career changes. Mm -hmm. Then you jumped into starting a business in a new area. You did that for a few years and then you've yeah. evolved to other things. I know that we'll talk um, in a little bit about weather vane jewelry because that's amazing as well. But what are some tips that you can give people on lessons learned or things that you wish someone told Pamela right. back right. in 2007 and eight? Right. Well, starting in TV in my hometown um, gave me such a perspective of the value and responsibility and sort of awesomeness of um local media mm -hmm. um and that you know often in that field you have to move for the jobs you know you don't yep. get to start where you live so i really always brought that to it is you know this even if it wasn't my home when it was green bay all of a sudden this is this is someone's home you know i'm being in, invited into and to reflect what is going on here um and to get like in the in going back to the meaning of life you see it always goes back to that um uh, you know you reflecting in me you know and me reflecting back to you our mm -hmm. gifts and what we see and what's going on here and what we hope for um is really what local local journalism can do and we all know how that's being lost and that's again yes. biz radio and and matt and his team great props for what they're doing here locally yeah. that um, but, you know, in a long career or a long relationship, like it all kind of gets to be the same and mm -hmm. really knowing the difference in your own gut between quitting and evolving. Ooh, you know? so define that. What, what would you say is just quitting versus evolving? Well, I've done both. So um, <laughs> I think we all have. Yeah. I mean, you know, to me, like quitting, um, I'm always looking outside or, you know, blaming why something isn't the way I want it. So I'm just out of here, you know? Yep, yep. Um, and I remember people like that in TV, like, cause I mean, I was so in love with my career and I couldn't understand 
the bitterness that I was hearing around the newsroom, like <laughs> literally couldn't understand it, though I made, you know, minimum wage pretty much starting out. Um, and it always seemed like the higher paid people were the most unhappy and I yes. just couldn't get it. And then Sister Abby came it. I mean, I started <laughs> it in myself. I was in the business long enough that at some point I stopped. I stopped learning. I stopped evolving and, and decided just like I'm going to... I'm going to cling to what was because that worked for me. And that's 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 what I feel like the world is screaming at this moment for mm -hmm. so many of us to stop doing, because guess what? It's not working for everybody. Exactly. And especially yeah. with what's going on with unemployment. And I know yeah. a lot of places are shutting down because they can't keep the staff, but it's like, we'll pay somebody a livable wage, treat people properly, have a welcoming environment because yes, yeah. sometimes we treat the people in service worse than your animals, you know? And no, right. And those models have just been around for so long. And, you know, another big question I always try to ask myself is, you know, what is it about this that feels threatening to me? Mm -hmm. What is it? And where did that come from? And is that real? And, you know, what are the chances that actually if I sit down, step back, listen, you know, I will be led, I will learn, I can follow. And it's, you know, who anyway, whoever came up with the rat race um, was probably standing back and watching, not actually in it. Exactly. And I'm so glad that we are now starting to evolve more and get out of kind of that victim mentality or, well, yeah, I was already set up to fail type of thing. And yeah. I, I'm so excited that the statistics are out there that we've already had more people set up businesses, I think a month or two ago, more right. so than all of last year. So that's right. exciting for our local community. That so speaking is. of that, I know you still have that entrepreneur spirit inside of you because you created Weather Vane Jewelry. So tell I the listeners it. a little bit about that and how we can purchase your jewelry. I did. Well, it's, you know, it's where I put my crazy, basically. <laughs> Just trying to work a few things out, you know. <laughs> keep the, um, I always tell people, I got to keep those voices in my head happy. I got to stay busy. <laughs> dangerous neighborhood over here. Um, but, you know, I, when we had the cafe and really, you know, bringing up the kids, I totally got out of television, um, literally gave away all of my suits, all of my TV clothes, no. all of um, you know, went total Asheville on you. And, um, <laughs> and then, you know, an opportunity came up, a good friend was working down at WYFF in Greenville. She's now worked her way up to the, um, news director, Akili Franklin, get to know. Oh, wow. Amazing lady. Um, anyway, uh, opportunity came up down there and it was like, just fun enough. It was just part-time. Um, and it was such a gift. It really brought, took, you know, allowed me to go back and reclaim what I loved so much about TV. Oh, that's great. Because like I said, when I left, I, I was kind of nasty. I mm -hmm. mean, I had stayed too long trying to, I didn't have any dreams left. You know, mm, it, so many um, people can relate to that. You didn't have any dreams left. I didn't. And so it just, it was like, okay time to make the donuts, shut up and cash the check. <laughs> and if, if honestly it is a business and the demands are such um, that if it comes, when it gets to that point for you, it's exhausting. I mean, you're up yes. at two 30 in the morning. Like there's not much, 
you know, there, it's not an inhale, exhale, restore yourself, come back. It's every day. It could be 24 hours a day. Mm. Um, so, you know, step out again, know when it's time to step aside. Yeah. Um, and, and, and all that, you know, that's where the new life is. And the mystery is, is, is when you don't know what's next and, and that's, that's okay. Um, but anyway, I'm sure you asked me a great question. <laughs> well, I think I was asking you about the weather vane jewelry and I think oh, you were saying no. maybe it got inspired because you went back to um, back to that, radio, yes. back to TV. Yes. And I, I literally, I needed, I, anyway, it, there was an encounter with a deer in my car at two 30 in the morning, not to get too woo woo, but <laughs> I literally was like questioning. Um, and the idea came to me out of all sorts of things we could talk about on another podcast. And, um, you know, so it's, it's weather vane, uh, V A I N like, uh, or how do you spell it? Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Different from the vein, the artery vein, but exactly. vein. um, like vanity, like I got, yes. I got to put on the Ritz again. I'm in front of the camera again. And what, you know, was I thinking about and loving and, uh, again, the, the whole seasons of life and this and that, and it really just informed how I designed my jewelry and, um, and then started wearing it on the air totally for fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and started getting emails. Where'd mm -hmm. you get that necklace? Um, was working with a, a local artist and using parts of old umbrellas and we just had a lot of fun and Ooh. really ridiculous and it, it, and it really took off. Um, so, so Pamela, how can people purchase your jewelry if they want to, or do you only do pop-ups at different events? Yeah. I mean, honestly, since the pandemic, when I can't even tell you, it was just a sense of like, what, who needs jewelry? What's happening? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Right. Um, I really have in the last year and a half only pretty much been doing it as gifts or donations for causes um, oh, okay. to raise money. Um, you know, there's, since I'm, you know, um, listen, I'm a Gen Xer. I, I'm on the Facebook, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're on that Facebook and that I'm Instagram. On Facebook. So find me <laughs> on there, Pamela Wright. There's a Weather Vane Jewelry page. Um, I still sell things from time to time, but I'm not, you know, doing much retail anymore. There's still things at um, Lola Salon and Gallery on Biltmore Avenue. I still yep. keep keep them stocked. Um, but anyway, it's that's awesome. And I know you mentioned about you make it now to support causes and yeah. um, and keep in mind, there's a fire truck going by Asheville. I'm right Listen, downtown. Sorry about that. Big city, big, <laughs> big mountain city. But before we go, I wanted you to plug a little bit about Hayward Street Congregation, because I know we've talked about and I'm still interested in learning more about it for me personally. But yeah. I want you to tell the listeners, because I'm sure anybody that lives in Asheville has drove off of 240 into downtown and you see this church, but you and you see a lot of people outside of the church and you're probably questioning the area. But it's such a good cause. If you could talk about that. Yeah. And it's you know, it's not just just a good. Um, should we should we wait for the city? to? to oh, my gosh. Do you still hear it? Oh, my goodness. OK, I think. But okay, it's anyway, gone. It's I gone. mean, Haywood Street is really, you know, just a church with relationship about ministry, you know, ministry about relationship. Um, mm -hmm. And really, 
programs to foster relationships between people from very different areas of life, um, you know, especially people experiencing homelessness. Uh-huh. And if you show up humble enough to go, I don't get it, I don't understand, I, whatever, just bring it, you know. Um, and really, in this city, there's so many places and so many opportunities. Anywhere that to me is about fostering relationship, you know, highlighting our sameness, mm-hmm. but in the full glory of how different we all are, you know, um, and really places and groups and organizations, you know, like the Spark Foundation, really taking mm-hmm. a stance against racism, um, yes. where that is baked into the point of almost being undetectable, almost, mm-hmm. if, if you're ready to look. Um, and then, you know, like I said, really questioning what feels threatening to you. And if you're willing to explore that, finding a place that will have the grace to let you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, don't be an a-hole. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to plug that, you know, Haywood Street, their website is haywoodstreet.org. Definitely support if you can also Spark Foundation. But um, I loved when we've talked before, Pamela, you mentioned with Hayward Street, you said, I feel at home with these people, where a lot of times people want to look down on people that have hit hard times or have mental health issues or whatever it may be. You never know the path that somebody is walking. So I definitely want to get more involved and get my son involved, too, who's six years old, so he can see, you know, all types of life. It's not always just going to be your private school and everything is shiny and great. And I want him to also see that there's good work that we, you know, that we can do. That's what it's all about in the community. And there's so many different ways to get there. I mean, like, you know, total TV speak in the old, the show must go on. Yes. It's like life doesn't stop, you know, but we've got to be our own like program directors. Mm -hmm. Your airtime is precious, you know, your energy, your attention, mm-hmm. and really being careful what you, you know, notice what feeds you and, and what helps that light shine brighter and tune into that, you know? Oh, man. Well, Pamela, you just landed the ship, as Matt would say a lot of times, or landed the plane. And it's to that point of the show where we have to wrap up. And Pamela, I don't want to let you go. I love you. But thank you so much for coming on. I'm definitely going to have you on again where we can just talk more just about life, because like you said, there's no way that we could talk about the 25 years of experience you have and everything. But I just thought that you just had such an interesting story. You do so much for the community here in Asheville. I tell people if you've... Thank you. And I tell people if you've raised children and you've been here more than 10 years, you're from Asheville now. So you're a local. That's right. And (laughs) I definitely did not talk enough about my children so i'll need to be back (laughs) absolutely so yeah so i just want to thank all the listeners for tuning back in and please continue to listen to the veronica edward show 4 30 p.m on fridays and stay connected to all things biz radio asheville by going to our site bizradioashville.com or getting the app by entering Asheville, texting that to the contact 36260. So Pamela, thank you again. I know you're extremely busy. I'll see you this afternoon for a fundraising committee meeting. Thank you. I love you and I'm really proud of you. Oh, I love you too. And thank you again. And thank you listeners as well.
Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.